0: Welcome to Policy and Pints. I'm Josh Bumgartner, VP of Public Policy at the Roanoke Regional Chamber. Right to work is our policy discussion this evening. We'll provide some context to right to work, but also discuss what it means uh, as a constitutional amendment on this year's ballot. A referendum measure that the Roanoke Regional Chamber strongly supports with a yes vote. This is an opportunity from the chamber's perspective to send a clear message that the Commonwealth is open for business. And we're looking for an environment that is welcoming to companies, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and investments. All critical components for a strong economy. Additionally, and time to time this gets lost, Right to Work says that here in Virginia, we respect a worker's right to choose and employee freedom in the workplace. Discussing this topic today, we have Todd Leeson with Gentry Lock Attorneys and Martha Chester, president of Hughes Associates. Welcome to Policy and Pints. I'm um, I'll let you guys go ahead and introduce yourself, Todd. Yeah,
1: I'm happy to be here. I'm Todd Leeson. I'm a an, uh, labor and employment lawyer with Gentry Lock, which is a law firm uh, based in Roanoke. And I've been representing employers in labor and employment matters uh, in Virginia since 1989. Martha?
2: Thank you for having us, Josh. absolutely. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. I am Martha Chester, president of Hughes Associates Architects and Engineers. We're a local firm located in Old Southwest, and we do a diverse portfolio of projects, mostly in Virginia, but we do some in surrounding states. We support the chamber and also numerous community and civic organizations, and we listen to our clients' needs relate to those needs, and provide functional and attractive solutions for their projects.
0: Well, thank you, and I I will say um, between Gentry Lock and Hughes Associates, two of our strongest members, and we appreciate you being here with us today. Todd, we'll start with you, and and first off, um, impressive opinion piece in yesterday's Roanoke Times. Um, I encourage any of our listeners to this podcast now or in the near future to to head to Roanoke Times and and, uh, take a look at that piece. But in that piece, um, you say that to understand this issue better, it's important to know the meaning of the term right to work. So tell us a little bit about the meaning, what is right to work, and a little bit of background on this law.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion about what that term means. And sometimes people get it mixed up between the term uh, at-will employment or right to work. And for for our context, what this means, and maybe the way to, to start is... There is a concept known as a union shop or a union shop agreement, and that uh, is permitted in 24 states. And what that means is if you're in a union shop state, they can require an employee to uh, be a member of a union, pay dues to a union, and if you don't, as an individual worker, uh, agree with that, uh, you can be fired from your job. The union can tell the company um, you, can't, you, you need to fire that uh, uh, employee. Fortunately, in Virginia and a lot of more enlightened states, I would say, uh, employees have the right to work. And just because a union might be in existence, particularly if it came in uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago, uh, this employee takes a job. They have no idea, you know, they have no real affiliation to the union. And the union then goes to that employee and say, well, uh, you need to pay dues. You need to pay dues to us. And, and let's say somebody makes $20 an hour. Their dues, under a lot of union uh, uh, contracts and, and their, the way their due structure would be, let's say this employee makes $20 a month or $20 an hour, they would have to pay $50 a month to the union, which is over $600 a year. And if that employee doesn't think there's value to her, then uh, she has the right in Virginia to say, no, I don't want to be a member of the union, I don't want to pay $600 to you, I don't want to join the union's constitution and pledge my affiliation to you all subject myself to fines, subject myself to union trials. Uh, and so I'm, I don't want to join the union. And in Virginia, you have the right to say, no, I don't want to be a, a, a union member, but I want to continue to work at this company. And we pres- uh, Right to Work allows you to continue
0: to work for that company. So Virginia currently is um, A right to work state, and it has been, I believe, since the '40s. Correct? That's right. So now we're looking at a a ballot measure to put that into the state's uh, constitution. Why is that so important?
1: Well, first of all, it solidifies our uh, the freedom that employees enjoy. Uh, The there are a number of states who have recently enacted white right to work legislation. Uh, like West Virginia, Michigan, uh, Indiana, and there's my son. Everybody wave to my son. Hey, son. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) uh, who just came in. How about that? All right, so uh, in these states that have tried to pass legislation, uh, there's been litigation, and uh, adding this right-to-work concept and the freedom to be able to to, to work should be part of our Constitution. insulates it from a uh, judicial challenge, uh, and the unions would certainly feel emboldened if this amendment uh, was defeated. So it really would be important in terms of employee freedom plus our business-friendly environment to, uh, to vote yes to this amendment.
0: And it also, once it's in the Constitution, it makes it more difficult for future administrations or General Assemblies um, to, to reverse that, correct? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it's the will of the people, mm-hmm. it's something. And, and listen, if, uh, if, if things would change 15 or 20 or something, you know, employ, uh, our citizens could always revisit it. But it certainly uh, sends a message that uh, this is something that's important to us and ought to be in the fabric of our Constitution.
0: Perfect. During this election cycle, uh, fact-checking has, has been a common phrase that you hear in the debates quite a bit. So i want to do a little fact-checking right now with, with right-to-work um, versus some of the things you're hearing from, from the opposing uh, side. So one of the things you hear is that in a right-to-work state, you abolish the right of a worker to organize or bargain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not exactly correct.
1: Yeah, it has no impact. Unions still have the right to try and organize, to try and get employees to, to uh, join a union in their faci- in a facility. Uh, they still retain the right to bargain. So it doesn't impact a union's rights whatsoever.
0: You hear that a right to work state means that you're going to be paid less. I'm not sure that's exactly correct. Either. Yeah,
1: it has no impact, again, whatsoever. I mean, that's, those are all just red herrings
0: more likely to be injured on the job in a right-to-work state and not have that taken care of by your employer. I
1: I mean, that's just comical to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, an employer, unionized or not, has every incentive to put in whatever safety, uh, you know, there there are laws, there are OSHA laws, there are all sorts of incentives to treat employees fairly, to make sure that employees are properly trained. Whether there's a union or not has no impact on that uh, what an
0: employer would do there. We're going to shift gears a little bit, uh, bring Martha into the conversation. As a, you know, as a small business owner, why do you support Right to Work and, and having that embedded in the Constitution?
2: As Virginia seeks to improve its national business ranking, I think it's important that we show ourselves as a business-friendly state. And having this in our Constitution will accomplish that. We want to attract entrepreneurs, to attract companies, as well as investors to our state. And they want to work in states where both the business and the employee rights have been protected. Putting this in the Constitution will protect that
0: couldn't agree more. And, you know, I see why it's important to have this embedded in the Constitution and how important it is generally for economic development and our state's business rankings. But uh, tell me why specifically um, you as, as a business owner um, in this right-to-work state are glad that we have that.
2: Okay. Um, my efforts... Uh, are limited by the fact that we're a small business, so I only have a certain amount of available time and resources to make sure that we're in compliance with the things that we have to be in compliance with. So with this law in place, I can focus my attention on things that bring about business success for our business. And it also gives me peace of mind as an employer, not so much for my employees, because we're not as directly affected by this law as some other companies might be, but it gives me peace of mind that employees all over the state have their rights protected.
0: Okay. Contrary um, to to the opposing view, trends show that that right-to-work states um, are not just beneficial to businesses, Uh, but they're also helping workers. And I'll have Martha kind of respond to this, and then I'll have you respond to that as well.
2: Um, Statistics for right-to-work states show that there is faster job growth, there are faster wage growth, and there is also more disposable income in right-to-work states. Um, In the years 2003 to 2013, Right-to-work states, their wage growth grew by 15.3%, whereas in states that did not have right-to-work, the growth was only 8.2% over those 10 years. So it it definitely helps with the economy.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I would also say just sort of, I've been doing this for over 25 years, and I interact with a lot of uh, -of out-of-state businesses who are, maybe they have a Virginia location or they want to add a Virginia location. And the, the, the fact that we are right to work uh, sends a very positive message. I think that that's you know, one reason we've had some success in, in attracting business to the, to the Commonwealth. Uh, you look at the states that are not right to work they're primarily in the in the Northeast, uh, you know, Massachusetts, New York, a lot of Rust Belt states, and I think it's really telling the fact that states like Michigan and Indiana, um, and Wisconsin and West Virginia have all just recently decided that they uh, need to become right to work. So, uh, it certainly, I think, makes it a, a much a more competitive environment for us not being burdened with having uh, a rule like the union uh,
0: security rules that exist in other states. I'm going to ask both of you this. So if you head to the polls on Tuesday and you meet one voter in your precinct and that voter could potentially tip the scale in favor uh, or against this uh, critical business um, amendment, right to work amendment. What would you tell them about right to work and how important a yes vote is?
1: Go ahead,
2: Martha. All right. Thanks. I would say to them, the law has been in effect since the 1940s. The law is not changing. What we are doing is, as Todd said, we are solidifying the freedom that this law gives the state of Virginia by putting it into the Constitution. And it also makes us attractive to businesses, which equals economic development, which equals growth for our state.
1: Yeah. And if I, I could, Josh, before I directly answer that, yeah. there, there are two other things I'd like to add very briefly, and you you, you made reference to the opinion piece that was published in the Roanoke Times, and that was on November 2nd, in terms of when anybody would listen to uh, it if, if you were going to listen to this another time before the election. But there was also a piece by a union supporter, and I want to address two of the thing, arguments he made, which in addition to the ones that uh, you've raised, just because I think uh, the, the misinformation continues from the other side. Uh, so that those two things, uh, first, they said, well, gosh, all organizations require dues, and, you know, country clubs and other organizations. Well, a big difference is that's a voluntary decision by somebody, and they can get out really at any time if they're not satisfied. Here we're talking about a compulsory, a a mandated decision. And the union, frankly, I mean, uh, people aren't buying what they're trying to sell. I mean, if if they're not getting folks who want to join the union, shame on them for not... Being able to show the value to the to the people. The other thing that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle is once somebody joins a union, it is not easy to get out. Uh, in in contracts, there's only a very limited time, like a week or or so, that they would allow somebody during an entire year to be able to get out. So at this concept that well this is sort of like joining a country club, is is not the case. Um, the other thing they like to say is, well, gosh, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to give you job security. We're going to ensure that, you know, it's in a contract, and so you should want to be part of that. Well, th- the unions can't guarantee job security. I mean, an employee can, uh, can always be terminated for cause, and there are lots of laws that would protect any em- uh, employee who is terminated arbitrarily or for discriminatory reason. So again, there are a lot of arguments that the union throws up that just don't hold water. So what I would say is there are lots of positive reasons why a, a voter should want to put this into our Constitution. And conversely, if for some reason uh, this was voted down, the unions would certainly uh, try and capitalize on it. They would say that, hey. Uh, we're, we're not for this in the Commonwealth. There could be litigation about our current law. So uh, I, I think for those reasons, I would strongly
0: encourage somebody to vote yes. Couldn't agree more. And, and I think this whole conversation just drives you know, home how important this election is and getting to the polls or early absentee on Saturday um, or to the actual uh, polling place on Tuesday. Um, and when you do, and we hope that you know everyone listening will consider voting yes on that right to work amendment. Um, I don't know if either one of you have anything else you want to add? No? Well, I
1: think the other, uh, other uh, items on the ballot would be interesting to vote for as well. So
0: uh, well, I we've I got a
1: presidential s- uh,
0: <laughs> decision, too. But. There is. We endorse policies here at the chamber, and that policy was Amendment 1. Right. <laughs> Very yes. good. I'm just <laughs> so I want to thank Todd and Martha for joining us. As always, thanks uh, to Eddie Communications for getting us set up and to Benny Marconis for hosting us. Uh, We're going to wrap up. Everyone enjoy some pizza and beer.